You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. Today's short scripture reflection comes from Pastor Ben Stewart. Well, welcome to session four of From Anxiety to Intimacy. There's a story told from the Civil War that there was a moment where General Lee marched 76,000 troops into Pennsylvania. And as he did so, panic took hold in Washington, D.C. And yet those around him noticed that in the midst of all that anxiety, Abraham Lincoln was able to operate with an almost supernatural calm. And he was asked about it later by a general who was wounded in Gettysburg. And Lincoln is reported as saying this, When everyone seemed panic-stricken, I went into my room. I got down on my knees before Almighty God, and I prayed. And soon a sweet comfort crept into my soul that God Almighty had taken the whole business into his own hands. Now, did praying free Abraham Lincoln up from making decisions? No, but it did free him up to make good decisions. And that's what's put in front of us today, that we have the opportunity to move from being captured by anxiety to being liberated by intimacy with God. And we looked in the last few sessions, the first way to do that is to release our concerns to the Lord. We release them through prayer, listing out our concerns to Him. And we release it through thanksgiving. We begin to call our mind to things we're grateful for, including that we get to say our concerns to God. But it's not just trying to empty our mind. That's not where the Bible takes us. That's just step one. We release our anxieties, but then we're meant to embrace something else. And I would submit to you that's what we saw Lincoln do. He let his concerns be made known, but then twice he says, I made them known to Almighty God. As he released his concerns, he began to fix his mind on the character of a powerful and mighty God who hears the prayers of his people. And Paul does the same thing in Philippians. As he calls us to cast our anxieties upon the Lord, he then turns a corner in chapter 4. He says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So he says, there's a releasing of my anxious thoughts, and there's this embracing of lovely thoughts that I want to pour into my mind my concerns. It's interesting, Jeremiah Burroughs tells the story of you don't pour wine into a shaky bottle. That was his illustration. You still the bottle and then you can pour into it. And he said, many of us were so anxious and God wants to pour blessing into our life. But if we can be stilled by prayer before the Lord, then he can pour blessing into our life. And I told you my rhythm in the morning is I begin by casting all my anxious thoughts onto the Lord and then thanking him for that moment to sit with him. And then it's after I do that, I don't just go, well, there was that. Then I feel like my mind is freed up to begin to focus on his word. And something beautiful can happen as we do that. Paul tells us, hey, you get those thoughts out and replace them with better ones. And so he calls us with this whole list to think about what's true, what's commensurate with reality, what's honorable, what's a respectful and dignified way to live in life, what is just, what are the actions I could take part of now that fulfill any obligation I may have to both God and man. What is pure, ethically? What's a beautiful way to live? Lovely, commendable? What would other people say? That's an inspiring way to live life. They should make a movie about that person. What's an excellent thing that's worthy of praise? Think about something lovely, like a piece of art, some music. He said, if there's any excellence, 
Think about those things. That means take them into account. Let them into your mind. I remember I had a friend who had a very debilitating disease that was going to be with her the rest of her life. And th there was a moment where I knew she could no longer work because of that difficulty. And as I saw her after some months of being home, not sure about what, how long she was going to have to live, I was concerned with how somber she would be as she came to our office. And I'll never forget how joyful and sprightly she was as she walked in the office. I was surprised. And I asked her, what's going on with you? And she said, well, these have been difficult days, but I've been reading this biography of a missionary who loved the Lord and he had all kinds of physical ailments, but he was still able through his pain to minister to others who were in pain. And the more I saw how he leveraged his life, even his pain for good, I want to do the same with my life. And I watched her and I was like, wow, even in the midst of your pain, you chose to set your mind on something lovely and look what it's done to you. Yes, you're obviously concerned about your health and trying to figure out the best decisions to make, but you've set your mind on things that are lovely and beautiful and commendable. And look at the quality of life you're experiencing even in the midst of the pain. And I want that for you and I want that for me. So let me challenge you. We talked about releasing your cares to the Lord. Now I want you to think about embracing God's word. After you've released your concerns, begin to read through scripture. I, I would encourage you maybe write out Philippians 4, the passages we've been talking about, and see if slowing your mind down and setting it on the words of God doesn't change your demeanor and the way you engage the world. There's quality and beauty here if we have eyes to see it. So give it a shot, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast wherever you stream it. You can also subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every Monday.